0: Howdy partners, you're listening to Conversations with Jacob, hosted by my good friend, Jacob Waller. Make sure to check out the podcasts where podcasts are available and check out the video version on YouTube. You can follow us on social media. Facebook is Conversations with Jacob. Twitter is at CWJ Podcast. And you can visit our website, Com. Hey, you got a show idea? Maybe a guest suggestion? Email us at conversationswithjacob@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Now, here's your host, Jacob Waller. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jacob. We've got a good episode for you this week, but before we get to our guest, I want to talk about a few podcast plugs. Uh, you can follow us on, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash conversations with Jacob on YT. That stands for YouTube, by the way. You can follow us on Twitter at CWJpodcast. I think that's what it is. Um, it's kinda of hard to remember nowadays. Uh podcast and platforms include iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, uh, YouTube, uh and we're on about twenty different uh, uh platforms at this point. Uh websites, conversations with Jacob Podcast. com. You can find upcoming shows, past guests, and just a whole bunch of stuff over there, you know, just too much to name. Uh, but this week and joining me this week is Laura Lee. She's known as the radio medium. So, Laura, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it, Jacob.
0: Oh, of course. Now, for people who don't know nothing about you, can you give us a description of what you do?
1: Well, I'm a psychic medium, but a lot of people have uh followed me through the years because I've been. On live radio for many, many years, starting back in uh, Los Angeles. So, and I moved, I moved to different stations, but still the same. And right now I have a show called Radio Medium.
0: Now you, uh, uh, now when you was a young girl, which you, uh, seen, uh, the faces of spirits and I kind of heard whispers and felt the presence, when did you? know that this was not just uh i guess a dream but knew this was reality.
1: Well, when I was little, I I felt it was reality and I think a lot of little children do, you know, um but there are some parents out there who discount it and say, you know, there's no such thing as ghost. and um you know, and try to clamp down it because of their own fears. But uh, I think uh the mass majority of children have these experiences because our filters are wide open. We're, you know, we don't have the stress of everyday pressure, so we're open and receptive to these things. But it was very, very scary for me, and I had a really difficult time with it. And I've heard other people said otherwise, but for me it was frightening. And um I hid beneath the covers and, you know, made a little peephole and pretended like I was dead. You know, so they wouldn't contact me. But how silly was that? Because I pretend like I was dead and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: Now, and what advice would you give parents to have children that is talking to a loved one? Or do you think that a child's imaginary friend is a spirit?
1: It could very well be. And it could be a loved one. It's most likely a loved one of a, you know, uh, ancestor or, or, uh, aunt, uncle, you know, uh, grandparents. It, it could be any, anybody close to the family and, uh, just to be open and receptive to the children out there and just listen to them. You don't have to squash it. Um, but a lot of parents do that because of their own fears and what they were told. You know, so it's not a negative thing. Uh, and what I've learned over the years is that 99.9% of the time, it's benign. That's <laughs> not what the movies make it. Not Sixth Sense, you know, but I was like that little boy in Sixth Sense, you
0: know. <laughs> now, uh you know, speaking of movies, so can uh-huh. you talk to a a spirit or ghost, uh is it like what we see in the movies?
1: Not exactly like that. Uh, I mean, some get a a good impression, but they make it, they make it more dramatic and scarier than what it really is to sell tickets. Okay. Bottom line is about their bottom line. Okay. And, and to, you know, play on people's fears, uh, how it could be demonic. Or, uh, you know, it's witch stuff or whatever you want to call it, okay? But um, it is a blessing if everybody just uh, – and healing if everybody realized that their loved ones haven't left. Because there is no such thing as death. Now,
0: now, you had a near-death experience. Can you tell us uh, about that and how? and And what does heaven look like?
1: Uh, all right, so that came about because I did try to keep myself quiet i I actually even spoke to an elder who was connected to the church and said that not to talk about it out loud uh in public, you know because you know what would look like here in you know I'm in an area I grew up in an area that was. Largely uh, religious, okay. It was at the tip of the Bible Belt, so I mean, it, you know, you you're told to stay quiet, and and so therefore, I I did everything in my power to keep myself quiet. And uh, a neighbor of mine moved in next door to my grandparents, and she was having a difficult family life too, and she handed me a pill one day. I was about the age of nine. She told me uh, to eat it, and I didn't know what it was, but I listened to her because she was older than me, and she seemed to know a lot more than I did, and I always wanted an older sibling. So, uh, at any rate, I popped it, and she told me it would make me look good for boys. I didn't know. I didn't care about boys at that time, okay? All right? So, I just was not into them. But anyway, I started popping the pills like candy. She was like my drug supplier, okay? And it was... A, uh, diet pill and it gives you a great buzz. Okay. So when you're on any type of, uh, stimulant, you know, it's going to suppress. And that's what I, I started to see. It was suppressing my experience and that became my objective right there. Those pills and eating disorder, it got out of hand. I nurtured it for about 10 years. Uh, and it, my distraction from spirit was very, Obvious. I could see that, you know, my concentration there was away from this. So about my 17th, 18th year, I'm, you know, uh, on my hands and knees, and I knew it was taking control of my body. I felt my whole life was controlled by this eating disorder. And, I mean, my everything I managed in my life was about how, when I was going to eat and when I was going to purge it. And so I was uh in the middle or the process of doing that that night, and my heart started hurting and pounding, and I clenched my chest. I thought I was going to have a heart attack, and I curled up on a ball and on the floor. Next thing I know, uh, you know, I'm crying out loud, asking for help. This is the key. I'm asking for help. I actually called in God for help, okay? Do anything to help me. Clear this. Help me heal this. So next thing I know, I black out. I'm in darkness being pulled to this light. Amazing, beautiful light. And a massive angel is hovering before me. They're huge. They're way bigger than us. And we were suspended. I felt like she had me in her captive space and attention, okay? And all I felt was immense Love. It was unconditional love, and I knew then, and she talked to me, but not like the way you and I talk. It was transmitted in full concepts, uh, you know, it was telepathic communication, and I knew instantly I was loved. Everything here is love. That's all there is, and the fear is man-made. The fear is man-made, Okay. And we are being, you know, being indoctrinated. And we are being, you know, pushed down and managed and controlled by that fear. And so uh, she told me I'd heal, I would wake up, and I would get the help I needed. And the reason she came is because I asked. Oh, wow. Yes. And that's the key. We forget to ask. So she told me I'd go out and share this with other people at the time. I'm just like, what? Okay. I just accept it like a child would, you know, if parents said, go clean your room, you know, but a subservient child. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I say that as a mom. And uh next thing I know, I'm waking up. I had to leave school. I went and saw doctors, got into therapy groups. And the key is, Jacob, is as I was healing and getting better, my connection to the spirit world became stronger. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's all about, it's about when you love yourself and you take care of yourself, you know, and accept everything that you are. And she basically was telling me to accept it. You are you who you are. Accept it. Be it. And so... That's what transmitted through that experience.
0: Now, how are you afraid of death or should we be afraid of death? That's no,
1: what? no, we should not be afraid of death. Uh, our loved ones, uh, everything's at a higher vibration. There's multiple dimensions. They're in a dimension that is just as simple as walking through the door. Uh, it's, it's right along with us. So when you said, what is heaven? Heaven can be here, but so can hell. Yeah. So it's what you make of it. Now, um,
0: do you think we die? Or do you think, you know, that we just go on to another life? Or do you think that we die for good?
1: Well, this is, I don't, we don't die for good. Our soul is definitely having experiences, Jacob right now and Laura, okay? For a period of time, but our soul will continue on. And what I often see in people listening to the radio medium, Lordly podcast or the radio show, you'll hear me say to people, they're right there. And I'll give them confirmations of why they are there with them right now. And they're usually with us, okay? And part of our journey here is to ultimately learn. Love, that's the biggest lesson. There's so many other lessons, but the lessons all add up to one thing—it's how are we going to start loving one another?
0: Yeah. Now you speak to the dead. Mm-hmm. You speak to the dead. Has a medium? Is there a difference between a psychic and a psychic medium, and versus someone who channels the dead?
1: Well, channels to me are mediums. You know, we're just a we're a conduit uh, to the spirit world. So um, all psychics, all mediums are psychics. Okay. So psychics use tools of divination. They can use Tarot, which I love. They can use numerology. I love. They can use astrology. I love, you know, all of those little tools as a pathway, as a gateway to share the past, present, and future. I use my tool. My tool is mediumship. I love all those other tools and I use those tools, but my primary tool is mediumship. So we can do the past, present, and future in order to share. The only difference between myself and anybody else who's not a medium and uh, making contact with their loved ones is I trust it. That's it. I've learned to trust what I receive in making contact with higher realms and not my loved ones or loved ones for other people when they don't trust it for themselves. And a lot of them will say, well, I got that. I, I, that's what I was thinking about. And I'm like, well, that's them impressing that upon you. I'm just confirming it. You got it, but you won't trust it. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. That's it.
0: Now, do you think some people who who claim to be a psychic or a medium kind of, uh, kind of fakes it a, a bit?
1: You know, I think there's, you know, in any field, there can be insincere people, but this field is, has a lot of, what shall I say? It has such, so much negative connotation to it, and especially uh, if there's um, religion, okay, gets in there and has, uh, you know, put uh, the fear of God in people that if they were to contact uh, spirits that they could be uh, interacting with a demon, okay, instead of an angel, okay, so, uh or a loved one, okay, and how would they know the difference? They would know the difference, uh, and that's something I teach people privately in, in my workshops and everything, but uh, there is a way to discern, but, you know, I, I'll just take it back to my Christian roots, you know, uh Mary and Magdalena sat there and they saw Christ, <laughs> you know, and they told the disciples and they didn't believe them. Okay, so that's just an example. I mean, they saw him and, you know, they trusted and believed in it. And, you know, I. so the point is that um, if you feel like a loved one is there or you sense them or you think you heard them, then pretty much 99, 9% of the time you did. Now, for
0: people that's listening, watching mm-hmm. and how can they contact their loved ones? Uh, can their loved ones kind of see into their future? Can they help the people that are still here on earth?
1: Oh, absolutely, hundred percent, and I think uh, a lot of them there are still very much attached to their loved ones in the physical realm as well as the physical people in the spirit uh, connected to the spirit realm and You know, what I often found in in why I do this work is I think mediums, in my role, as I see myself as a medium, is helping people let go so that they can really live their life, okay? And so many people will be burdened by the grief so much they stop living and they start, start isolating themselves and everything. But our loved ones want us to be happy. Our loved ones want us to live a life fulfilled they the most often as they cross over they have a lot of regrets about not living the way that they that their heart desired
0: now um can anyone contact a spirit or is it like a or is, it, or is it like a gifted hability?
1: um a gift anybody can do it. Okay, it's in our DNA. We're all one. It's it's in there. Okay, it just needs to be stretched, uh, just like any other muscle and developed, because we aren't taught that, and we're taught to fear it. And so, uh, you know, one of the things I can give you and your audience uh, that is a cool trick is um, to invite your loved one to come and communicate to you, or whoever it is on the other side, to come and communicate with you in your dream. And even if you have trouble dreaming, say, "I see you in my dream. You come to me in my dream and answer this question. Write the question on a piece of paper, okay? Lay it next to your bed, okay? And say, "I'm going to remember when you come through my dream the answer to this question that you're going to give me, okay?" And, uh, you know, go to sleep. And as soon as you wake up and you remember the dream, write it down. If it doesn't happen the first night, keep asking. Okay. Because you got some blocks. Cause it's a little, some people think it's going to be scary, but it's not scary. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that will be a good test to see yourself that how easy it is. I got a quick story if you got a few minutes. Oh yeah. I, go ahead. I had a client who, I always tell my clients, write down your questions before we meet because Spirit already knows, you know, and they'll address them through me without you even having to ask them, okay? So um, at one point, uh, this woman, she decided to write down all of her questions and, uh, you know, she fell asleep on the pad of paper where the questions were, okay? She says she gets a call in the middle of the night. She was calling, she was asking questions to prepare to meet with her dearly departed husband who crossed over. Okay? So she falls asleep on the paper with her questions on it. The phone rings in the middle of the night. She picks it up, answers, it's her dearly departed husband. (laughs) He answers every single question, Jacob. Wow. Yes. And she wakes up and In the morning, she says, the phone is in my flippin' hand, she says. It's in my hands. And she goes, I saw it. I felt it. I heard it. I know he answered me. So she wrote me immediately and canceled the appointment, which was totally fine because this is – she inspired me to realize I need to share this with other people and share how they can make that contact with their dearly departed, too because it's 10 times more powerful if they do it themselves than through a medium. Okay. And um so I started a workshop back then, you know, and uh, that was several years ago and taught it all over the country. I'm still teaching those contact, how to contact their loved ones or a spirit guide or dearly, you know, an angel, you know, to find some answers in their lives. Because this is about real, real, real world solutions. I mean, the spirit world is to help us interact and to live our life to the fullest.
0: Yeah, that is some story, by the way.
1: I, I love that story. <laughs>
0: so, so could that happen to, to anybody that tried, tried to uh, do that? You know, could that happen to them?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So write the question down, you know, set the intention for the night, say a little prayer you know that you're safe in the light cuz you are
0: yeah. All right now let's talk about the radio medium uh the uh the radio show Okay Uh can anyone just call in and talk to you
1: Yes And uh we're not live anymore I used to be on live radio over the several years and then um with this new show we have uh, broadcasting it from a station out of the Chicagoland area. So we are producing this show, my small little mighty team and me. And uh, so you have to go to my website, radiomediumlarly.com in order to sign up to be on this show. And I think we're scheduled out till next year right now. But, you know, your time will come. So if you schedule, please be available. The answer to the phone, you know, if you want to make contact to higher realms.
0: Now, and how can you contact uh, someone that that writes in or calls in, and how can you contact their loved one without saying the caller or, um, I guess, face-to-face?
1: Because mediumship, uh, to answer that question, Jacob, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, A lot of people used to ask me that, um, and over the years, I mean, I'm just, talking to them over the phone, because it's like your intuition. You see it, you feel it, you hear it all within. I don't need somebody visually in order to have that experience, but a lot of people feel like they got to have that connection. Since we started the uh, new radio show, or since I've started the new radio show, I have turned on the camera, and so now people can visit with me one-on-one, just like you and I are doing. So technology has been fabulous in that. So it's given us the flexibility to to see our callers now.
0: Now when you contact a departed uh person, and what do you feel and what do you see?
1: I think everybody's different. Uh uh just like spirits are all different too. Some of them are more visual with me, they'll show me bits and pieces. I don't need to know everything. Just bits and pieces. Uh, you know, and then, uh, they'll start sharing what they need, uh, the person on the call needs for their higher good. And I, I always set the intention, you know, that I bring forth because we've only got a few minutes. So I'm not going to sit there the entire time. And I, I know a lot of mediums that's, it's, it's all about validating their loved ones, but I'm there to, in my show, is to help people find some um, guidance or some insight or answers about whatever is heavy on their heart so that they can move forward.
0: Now, would you say that people that tries to contact a departed departed loved one, do you think they should kind of stay away from the Ouija boards?
1: You know, I get that question a lot from people. Uh, It's a tool of divination, just like tarot cards, just like astrology, just like numerology, just like a pendulum. And as I suggest to everybody, just set an intention before you set it, you know, say a prayer, if that makes you feel better, an affirmation, whatever, that, um, you know, that everything is in the light and working for your higher good you know, those are some of the intentions we always had. And I always set that intention before I get on the air with each and every person I'm working with.
0: Now, do you think that these, uh, ghost apps are on your phone's legit or do you think they're just a fake?
1: Say that again.
0: As I said, do you think that these ghost apps you could get on your phone, do you think they're real or do you think they're a little, uh, fake?
1: <laughs> ghost, I don't think... I don't think the spirits are fake. I don't think – I mean, if the person's coming on and they want to change their name, that's fine, but the information still comes through. (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't have time, and I think if you listen to the show, you'll find that the information I'm bringing through is something you can't Google Okay, you can't, you can't look up. Okay. I mean, this stuff is very specific towards the person that I'm talking to. And if it resonates with other audience men, uh, audience members, God bless because the show really is, uh, an attempt to deal with, uh, everyday issues everybody's dealing with. And, uh, some of the suggestions always coming from spirit just even astound me. So.
0: Now, where can people uh, uh, tune into your show?
1: Well, Radio Medium Lordly podcast is on your favorite forums, a lot of the same ones that you mentioned where your podcast is, and then uh, the Radio Medium Lordly radio show is uh, broadcasted out of the Chicagoland area, but it's streamed. And it is also on 200 community stations throughout the United States. And the fastest way for you to listen to it is Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you can stream it anywhere in the world by going to radiomediumlauralee.com. And right there on the home page, it says, listen on radio at that time.
0: <laughs> you and go. you
1: can stream it right there.
0: All right. Now, at the end of every episode, I would always ask the guests if they have any closing thoughts, and some don't and some do. So, Dee, got a closing thought.
1: My closing thought is that this isn't about death. A lot of people think that psychic mediumship is all about death and it's spooky and it's scary. But bottom line, it's very loving. It's an alternative healing therapy for people dealing with grief. And it's to help them move on with their life. And traditional therapy doesn't work always for everybody. And neither does psychic mediumship, going to a psychic medium. But everybody's different. And to be open and receptive to the possibilities that something bigger and something greater is there for them and available to help guide them in their life.
0: Well, there you go. I, never, I forgot to ask this question. How sure. can people find you online uh, besides oh. your website?
1: Oh, the website, definitely com And uh, just put in Psychic Medium Laura Lee. You can also join my website, uh, Facebook radio medium Laur Lee Group where you can join the conversation and listen to the show and participate there. And I also oh, one other thing. I have a Spirit Fest group webinar coming up. I don't know how soon you're gonna post this, but that's at the end of month of October. And it's a random group reading. I do those once a month too. And it's October, I think the last Tuesday of the month. That would put us at what, the 24th? My phone doesn't want to work all of a sudden. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's the 24th. It's the last Tuesday in the month, and just looking down here just to be sure. Yeah, it's the 24th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, absolutely all right, well, Laura, I was the only thing you to come on the podcast to talk about all this fun stuff which I really enjoyed it by the way, because last week here on the podcast, we talked with someone that that uh that was into the funeral business oh yeah, yeah, so uh you know, so that was kind of you know you know that was kind of fun, and by the way, I'm wearing my my uh my simpson funeral museum t shirt Well, um,
1: interesting.
0: So, uh, so, yeah, so it kind of transitioned from last week to this week of the podcast, uh-huh. uh, so next week is you know next week is something totally different, but um,
1: uh-huh.
0: anyways, I to thank you for coming on the podcast to talk about uh about contacting the departed
1: no, it was my pleasure, Jacob, thank you for having me today,
0: oh, yeah, of course, it was my pleasure having you on. So anyways that's it for this episode of Conversations with Jacob tune in next week and how sweet talk uh, broadcasting with John Roberts and until then be safe God bless and we'll catch you next week.